Heavenly Father, we thank you for this great, awesome group of people here today, Lord. I pray, Father, that every single person here today is going to be, the Word of God is going to just be planted in their heart. It's going to bear fruit and fruition, Lord God. That every person here, that, like, God, you're going to do something really great, Lord. That what takes place now is going to bear fruit, Lord God, Monday through Saturday this week, Father. So, God, do a work in our hearts and do a work in this time, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, 40 years, um, well, I, I, you can tell you're getting older when you say 40 years seems like yesterday. How many know what I'm talking about right there? Thank you for those hands, yeah. I remember, um, it'll be next month, I, I showed up at, uh, it was then Greater Pittsburgh Word and Worship Fellowship, and my first Sunday there, uh, there was about, it was 12 or 15 people, I'm not sure how many people were there, and, and uh, it was, I, I, I came one Sunday, and I actually start serving the next Sunday. The next Sunday, I came early. That's how I learned to put chairs in order. I learned this is the way we do things. I learned that. And actually, like, I think it was two weeks later. It wasn't right away. It was two or three weeks later. I actually went to my first, like, what we call small group. It was, it was home fellowships back in the day. How many of y'all remember home fellowships? Just or the names, home groups, home fellowships, all those things, yeah. And all those different names. And, um, and so I went to a group. And so when I, when I start coming to church and I really... Uh, started developing a passion for Jesus, and I wanted to live for him. Serving in groups were just normal. This is, that's what I learned. I just learned you get in a group, and you start serving. See, nobody had to tell me that. It's just kind of what we did. Amen. It was just what you did. If you wanted to grow to be more like Jesus, that's what you did. You found yourself a, a group, and you found yourself a team, and you get, you get in one of those. And, and, and that's, what, that's how I became a follower of Jesus, that's how I did. That's how I became a follower of Jesus Christ. Now, here's the big idea. Here's the big idea today. The big idea, here it is. Every Bridge City Church member can reach their full potential. Every Bridge City Church can reach their full potential. How many of y'all want to develop your full potential? How many of y'all are sitting by somebody, you hope they develop their full potential? Come on. A lot more hands went up. Come on. That was, a, that was good. Come on. I, I, they really need to. Come on. Yeah, and, and there's, there's three keys. One is as a father to follow. Number two is a foundation to build on. And the number three is faithfulness and relationships. And this is what I want to uncover for you today. Because this is the big idea. How can I reach my full potential? In Christ, that is. How can I develop it? How can I reach it? How, what's the key to get there? That's what I want to know here. See, relationships and groups are not just a good idea. I believe they're God's idea. Do you realize that Jesus, before he did any miracles, the first thing he did was he got himself a small group? How many of y'all want to be more like, more like Jesus? There it is. If you want to be more like Jesus, then we got to do what Jesus did. He got himself a group. He did. He got himself a group to do life with. That's what Jesus did. He, that's, what, that, that's what he did. And I want to let you know that at Bridge City Church, groups are not just a, are not just a program. They're not just a good idea. We are a church that's made up of groups. We're a church that's made up of groups. Groups designed to help us grow to our full potential. That's what really groups are. So I want to let you know right now, I'm going to do everything I can in the next 33.9 minutes to get you to sign up for a group. I mean, I'm going to do everything I can. I mean, just, just know right now, I'm going to do everything I can to get you, to get you in a group. Because I realize if, if, if I can't get you in a group, I can't help you reach your full potential. As good as the preaching is. Amen. 
Now, I can't. We need one another. We grow better in groups. We grow better in relationships. We grow better through these ways in our lives, and that's what we need. And the key to our growth is relationships here. So why do we exist as a church? And Pastor Eric read this just earlier. Why do we exist? We're going to say this out loud, out loud. Can you see the screen? Come on, say it with me. Here we go. We exist so that as many people as possible will begin a relationship with God and become fully devoted followers of Jesus. This is is why God put Bridge City Church on the planet. This is why he put us on the planet. So for as many people as possible. Pastor, how are we going to reach as many people as possible? <laughs> Through you. Through you. That's right, you. Everyone, look around. You're going to see the people that are going to do it. Come on, that's it. And this is why we exist. And, and this is why. This is our, this, this is our purpose. And we can't accomplish this purpose without, without groups. Without one another without being connected. We can't do it. It doesn't work. Because what has God called us to do? What has he called us? He's given us a mission. You see, we gather to grow. We give and we go to make disciples all for the glory of God. Here it is. We gather people into the family. We grow people to their full potential. We give generously and sacrificially of our time, talent, and treasure. And we go into the world with spirit-led lives all for the glory of God. Listen, if you want 5G coverage, we got it for you. Come on, somebody. Come on. That's right. We got the coverage for you, but you, 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 you got you to sign up for it. If you want 5G coverage, we can give it to you. But you got to sign up for it. You know, you, you don't get cell phone coverage just by wanting it. I hope someday I get a cell phone. I mean, you get, you can look at your hand all day long, and it don't work. Come on, I want 5G coverage, and we can get it, and you can get it through this way, through, and we can release our full potential in this way here. So, hey, we're going to go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, our foundation verse of our, of our church, 40 years of it. And uh, wow, Timothy, a young pastor, was left in a place called Ephesus, you may be familiar with a book in the New Testament called Ephesians, which was written to those in Ephesus. That's where Timothy, as a young pastor, was left to correct erroneous teaching and, and to help put the church in order. And, and, and so we see Timothy. So the Apostle Paul's writing him a letter here, and the Apostle Paul is communicating some significant things to him here. And so the, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, we're going to see our first key to releasing our full potential is having a father to follow. Here we go. Timothy, my dear son, be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. Such endearing words. Timothy, my dear son, not just servant, not somebody I hired, not somebody here, not somebody, no, my son. That's a term of endearment. 25 times in Paul's writing, he encourages Timothy. How many of y'all need encouraged? Come on, we all do. The apostle Paul is encouraging Timothy, but he encourages him as a son in the faith. What? Be strong in the grace. Be strong in the grace that is in God. Let, let, let me just tell you something. Grace is never so you don't have to. 
I hear Christians say this all the time. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving. I'm not going. I'm not going to be a part. You know, pastor, there's grace. That, that's not grace. No, that's not grace at all. No, no, no. You, you know true grace because it's not so you don't have to. Grace empowers you so that you can. I want you to catch this because there's a lot of erroneous teaching, and I even he- hear it here a lot. Oh, there's grace. There's grace. No, great. Whenever you say there's grace, that means you are empowered. You can accomplish everything that God has for you. And I believe through relationships and through one another and through the Word of God, we experience grace. Through the grace, through the empowerment, through the relationship, the Apostle Paul was writing to his spiritual son Timothy here as a father. Listen, you can find Jesus anywhere, but you get a father in a family. No, you, see, we, we got to give up. Like, well, I'm getting, I'm getting my teaching on YouTube. You can get some nice teaching, but you can't get a father. You can't get a brother and sister to do life with. You can't get it there. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not anti-YouTube. What I am is pro-father and pro-relationships and pro-church. Because this is what I learned. Uh, that, that's what I have in my heart. Are you with me? So you can't get it there. We get it through one another. There has to be a one another involved here. Do you know what's helped me in my life? Pastor Keith Tusi, the, the, the founding pastor here, he, he's a spiritual father to me. Not only, you know, my, my natural father, he's gone home to be with Jesus at this point. He was a part of this church. He served in this church. He was a part. And, 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 and never disrespect, I honored him for everything he's done in my life. But I had a spiritual father to, to train me. Do you know what's helped me with Pastor Keith over 40 years? I just came to a conclusion that unless it's unbiblical or unethical or, 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 or integrity goes out the window, there's another way to heaven, we're going to walk together all of our lives. That's family. I'm trying to help you. That's family. I, I go, I'm going to tell you, we, we irritate one another. If he was here, he'd be shaking his head. That's how you know your family. Do you have one? No, I'm serious. You irritate one another, but at the end of the day, you're still family. Am I right? That, 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 there's family that we challenge one another. As a matter of fact, if I'm not offending you, I'm probably not growing you. How many of y'all know I'm doing a really good job? Come on, somebody. Yeah, raise your hand. Get free. Come on. Because I make this promise all the time. I will offend you. I promise. Not if I'm going to offend you. I will offend you. If you go to a group, it's not going to solve your problems. It's probably going to create some. No, I'm serious. It, it, because it challenges you. It, it, it's an offense to say, i got to grow beyond myself. I have to grow to become more like Jesus, and I'm not going to be stagnant. That's what, the, that's what a, fa- a father brings the best out in you. But a father challenges you to live to your full potential. That's what fathers do. They bring the best out in you. And Pastor Keith has brought the best out in me. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, we get together. I'm sharing some things, and, and, and I made the mistake. 
I said, give me the last 10%. Tell me what you really think about this. And he told me. And it challenged me. It really did. It's like, oh, you're right. Oh, my goodness. And, I, and it brought me to a place where I needed Jesus more, and I needed to be transformed. See, I'm trying to speak to you. If you want your full potential, you've got to have relationships. That's what we need. we got to have relationships in this way. But let me point something out. Timothy, his, his mother was a Jew. His father was a Greek. He was trained up, if you read First Timothy, early on there. His grandmother and mother actually helped him in the faith. But he had a spiritual father. Now I'm going to say something to you right now. And I know some of you are going to say, I can't believe he just said that. Imagine that. Before Timothy could be used as a minister of the gospel. The apostle Paul, his spiritual father, had to circumcise him. Now, just bear with me. He had to remove every bit of the flesh so he could be useful for God. He had to be vulnerable and he had to submit, and he had to learn authority. Listen, my heart, I'm not trying to be graphic. I'm trying to use an illustration here. Could it be that we in Jesus' church in 2022 are not experiencing more anointing and more presence of God because we have not learned submission to authority, we have not learned how to be transparent and vulnerable, and we haven't learned how to be humble? so that we could be released in our full potential to be useful to God. That's my point. Because I don't think we're any of us in this room, including me, will be useful for God and released in the fullness of my calling and equipped and empowered and transformed until I accomplish those things. I'm transformed and I'm open and I'm humble and I'm vulnerable before God. Under authority is protection. Are you with me? That's where we find protection. That's where we find our usefulness. And it's found in relationships that grace is released here. I want to be in a place where people are growing and being transformed. But let me just be honest with you. I don't want to be the only one it happens through. I want it to happen through each and every one of you to one another. That's the foundation of this church. So we have, to, we have to guard it. So every Bridge City Church member can reach their full potential when they have a father to follow. Number two, they have to have a foundation. They got to have a foundation to build upon. So here it is, 2 Timothy 2.2. Here it is. You're going to hear this over the next four weeks. You're going to hear this a lot. Here it is. You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others also. Four generations are mentioned in here. Four generations. Paul says, okay, I'm gonna give you something, Timothy. And then Timothy, you're gonna give it to somebody else. And then that somebody else is gonna give it to somebody else. Four generations are mentioned. And that means we're, we get to pass something on to one another. So he says the, the pattern here is real simple. The pattern is, is what I give to you, the pattern I want you to give to other people here. 
That's the pattern. And it's teaching. It's doctrine. Need I even say that in 2022, in our culture and in our world right now, there is an absence of biblical truth. Am I right or wrong? Do you know how you change a culture and you change, you, you change a region? You change it through the people in that region. That means the key is not political. The key is not in having more money to invest in programs. The key is us, one another, giving, serving, sacrificing of our lives, our treasure, our talent, all of those things. My dear son, all these truths that you have, and yes, there's biblical truths that we have to guard because, listen, there's so many biblical truths being challenged right now. It, 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 it's running rampant. And how we can do that is we challenge one another up close and personal here. God wants us to go from consumers to contributors. That's the point. See, you got to be trustworthy. Am I trustworthy? So, and there's a pattern here. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. We're losing groups as I speak. We're just, we're just. That, that's a test. If you're, 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 your poster doesn't stay up, you're, you're out. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm kidding. I'm teasing you. What's easier? Trying to read Ikea instructions or having somebody there to show you? Right? Y'all just be, you're the Missouri, you're from Missouri. Show me, stay. Come on. No, I'm serious. Like, what's it? I, I got the instructions. I got Jesus. I don't, need, I don't need anybody. That's what people tell me all the time. I say, wait, what? See, sometimes I need the group. Sometimes the group needs me. But I just got me the Ikea instructions. Even though they're in German, you can't, you know, you're not getting it. And we're just still trying to figure it out rather than having somebody show me. Teach me how you pray. Show me how I can understand. Show me this. Show me. Show me how to read the Bible. Show me how to love my wife. Show me how to sacrifice. Show me how to do these things. May I and may we never get to the place where we, we know it all and we don't need help anymore. Am I in the right place? Yeah. We need a foundation to build on. That's what we need, and that's what we're looking for. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, it says, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching that you've learned in faith and hope and in love and all these things. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to get a pattern. For the next 14 weeks, I want you to develop a pattern where once a week you get together with a group of friends, you read the Bible, you pray, and you say, what are we going to do with this? I want you to develop a pattern. No, I do. I'm, I'm just I'm blatantly saying, yeah, I, I, we got to develop better patterns. How many of y'all need better patterns in your life? 
Come on. We need better exercise patterns, eating patterns. How about we need a, we need a group pattern? That's what we need. There's wholesome teaching, what you've learned from me. Carefully guard this. We receive this best in relationships. We must keep the basic foundation, but it will be passed on person to person. Because when people walk through these doors on Sunday morning, and maybe some of you are experiencing this right now, you walk through doors maybe for the first time, maybe for the third time, maybe the two months, eight months, seven months, five years. When somebody walks through the door, they see what we value before they hear it. You're thinking, right? You walk into a certain restaurant, come on, and it's so dirty you won't eat there? Have you, right? You walk into a certain place and it has disorder, you see what they, they don't value so how will people know what we value as a church? It's through us. It's through we. we. It's not through me. It's through we. It's through having a standard. And every group leader in this church has a standard by which they live. They have a standard. We've agreed on a code of conduct. We've agreed this is, the, this is what we shall do. Aren't you happy about that? Aren't you happy at the restaurant you went to this past week that they have a code of cleaning their hands? Just a thought. Am I right? See, there's, there's codes everywhere. But somehow we come to church sometimes and we don't want any. That's, that's not what the Apostle Paul was communicating to Timothy here. Every Bridge City Church member can achieve and reach their full potential by these three keys. Keys number one. A father to follow. It's done through relationships. Number two is a foundation. There's a pattern to pass on biblical truth. And number three, faithfulness in relationships. Faithfulness in relationships. Earlier there in uh, verses 15 and 16, the apostle Paul goes on to write, and he writes about unfaithful, and he writes about faithful. Do you know in years from now, People are going to write about us right here. There's going to be faithful. There's going to be unfaithful. That's the two. He labels unfaithful, and then he labels faithful. This one encouraged me. These are deserters. Now, to be honest, I don't know why certain people deserted him. I, I can't prove why. I can guess why. I mean, we're talking about the Apostle Paul here. Maybe they said, the Apostle Paul is a little too pushy. Do you read the Bible? The Apostle Paul was very pushy. I mean, really, if he came here today, some of you would say, I'm not going back if he's preaching again. <laughs> I'm serious. Some of you would say, like, uh-uh, he's too, way, he takes this thing far too serious. <laughs> Am I right? Come on. It'd be like, huh, I don't like the way he spoke. He spoke to me in a terse way. Maybe you needed it. No, no, come on, follow me here. Come on, it's, it's like, wow, he took this whole thing too serious. I don't like the way he spoke. I mean, if you hung out with the Apostle Paul, you, there's a good chance you're going to get arrested. <laughs> well, I'm serious. 
Think about that. But that bothers us in our, our, our Western United States of America culture because we don't want to be spoken to like that. We want it all to be warm and cuddly. We want puppy dogs, unicorns, <laughs> fruit snacks. Make sure my coffee's right. Come on. The Apostle Paul wasn't that way. He was like, this is the Apostle Paul. Now, I'm a little older, so this is how I read it. It's like, suck it up. I'm in jail writing this letter. I'm in jail, and you're complaining because you only got seven and a half hours of sleep. Are you tracking? Do you read the same Bible I read? This is the Apostle Paul here. Gave his life for this whole thing. He's sitting in prison waiting to die, and he's saying, listen, you got to grab hold of the things you got, and you got to give them to somebody else. But these deserters, these unfaithful, I don't know why, but they, they maybe it was something in their past. Well, you know, I tried, I tried being close to somebody, and it didn't work. Are you with me? I'm asking you to leave your past behind and step into your future because 40 years isn't about what has happened. It's about what God wants to happen and what he wants to do through you. That's what this is about. And we got to be faithful in relationships. That's what, we, that's what I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to something in your heart right now. Speaking to something that, that come on, come on. We just got to be willing to just have staying power. Willing to just, I'm, I'm going to jump in. Count on me. I'm going to organize my life. I'm going to organize my time. I'm going to organize everything about me so that I can be useful to God. Pastor, I hear it all the time. You know you can take that Jesus thing too serious. What does that mean? No, I'm serious. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. The one who came from heaven and lived a sinless life and gave his life for you and me and died and was buried and rose again and on three days rose again and ascended into heaven to make a place for you and me. How do you look him in the eyes and say, I don't want to take this too serious? How? I don't know how to do that. I, listen, for 40 years, my heart is captured by Jesus. But for 40 years, I've been involved in this thing. And, it's, it's, and listen, this isn't just a job to me. This is my life. I never wanted to be a pastor. God captured my heart. God captured me. How did you start serving? I just kept showing up every day. Listen, this is my life. I just kept showing up. Every day when I got off work, I'd just go to the church. And when they said something needed done, I did it. Why people laugh at me all the time? They say I'm a, I'm a real stickler about how order is in with chairs in the like in any auditorium that I'm in. First thing I do, I make sure they're all in order. It's because that that's what I did when we bought the building in North Braddock. It's like I came and so I straightened the chairs. Okay, that's I learned it in the Holiday Inn, the Holy Day Inn, and then I first learned it there first, and then I learned it there, and then it's like okay, God likes order. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Come on. 
but it's faithfulness in relationships. So let me just tell you this right now. When I talk about faithfulness in relationships, I'm not only just talking to me, I'm talking about a group of people. And so this is it. Joining a group is a risk. But it's a risk that we can't afford not to take. Everything in life's a risk. But we are so bound by keeping it all safe. You know, I was thinking, I'm writing this this week, and I'm letting God just, like, work on my heart. And you know what? Just I'm, I got to this point in the, in the message, and then we're, we're talking about it, and I'm like, I just want to ride in the back of a pickup truck again. <laughs> I'm washing the car yesterday. I'm like, I'm going to drink out of the hose. Let me speak to the men right now. God's created us for risk and danger, and, and some of us have been playing too safe. We're trying to keep everything safe, and there's no risk. I don't want any risk. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be this. Listen, man, life is full of hurt. Maybe it's not a risk about what I don't get, but maybe it's a risk of what the person sitting next to me doesn't get. What if it's about somebody in my group that maybe is in the hospital or is going through a rough time or is going through a, uh, I don't know, maybe a death of an uncle or aunt or something. I don't know about it, but you know about it. So you become Jesus to them. Isn't that the kind of church you want to be a part of? It's the kind of church I've always wanted to be a part of. But we're at this precipice, this 40 years. We got to decide, are we going to take the risk? and make a way for God or we're going to just hold on and play it safe high risk high reward Jesus is not asking me to count the cost but to pay the price and in today's day and age listen to me we live in a church and we live in a culture in our western United States of America culture that is so consumed with being spiritual accountants, deciding what they can and can't do, that we stop consulting God about what he wants of us. When you come to this church, we don't pass out striped shirts and a whistle so you can be a referee and judge everything. We got discernment, discernment of the Holy Ghost, discernment of the Word of God, but I'm just telling you this, we're getting together to do something with this. We're getting together because this is a movement from heaven. Do you see all the things going? You better, you, you got to get ready. I mean, I mean, one day we're giving stuff away uh, to, 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 to first responders, and the next day we're getting together, and we're going to have fun here. It's not just about all of us here. It's not just all about them. It's about both. It's about as many people as possible. And as many people as possible begins with you and me. Because we, some of us, we, we know what's going on. We know better. Are you with me? And so it's time that we just, we go for it here. God's never asked me to be a spiritual accountant. He's asked me to pay the price. You good?
one more verse for you, one more. Uh, Ephesians 4, 3 and 4. Let me just speak this to you right now. Make every effort. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. That word, make every effort, is like, that's an intense word. That means to strain. That means to hold on to. That means to grab a hold of. Make every effort. For there is one body, one spirit, just as you have been called. You want to know why I have confidence? This is why I have confidence. This is why I have confidence in that there's, that, that we're called to one glorious hope in the future. Why do I have confidence in that? It's because of you. It's because of each and every one of you. I'm looking right at you. No, oh my goodness, I gotta come down here. No, it's because of each and every one of you. I don't have confidence because of me. Oh my God, if I had confidence because of me, I don't know, God help us all. But together, I believe we can keep the unity of the Spirit. I believe we can grab a hold of this. I believe that God is speaking to each and every person that's here today. I believe it with all my heart. Oh, he didn't forget about you over here. He's Every single one of you, I believe it. I believe he's called us. He's called us to do this, to move beyond ourselves and say, I'm going to do something that's beyond me and do something that's beyond my mind. He's called me to, to, to hold fast. But... What will be said of us in 40 years? What will be said of us? They played it safe. They had a nice little church or they took risk. And they, and they started, they, they launched out and redid a new wing. And they, they, took on, they took on more monthly expense because kids are worth it. Now you, 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 in two weeks, you're going to go and you're going to go see it. Is it going to be like, oh, I'm going to play it safe? Well, I, you know, no, we're a part of something bigger. Four campuses. Come on, where's number five at? I'm going to tell you where number five is. It's sitting, it, it, it depends on the people that you're going to invite to church. Are you with me? That's where it's going to come from. Who's in? Now, here's the deal. I'm going to pray for all the group leaders right now. And uh, if your name is on one of the posters on the wall here, come on up here and um, line up right now. And, uh, and Jared, you got, yeah, bring your team up here, all the Bridge City student team. Come on. And um, line up right here. Line up straight across here and, and look, look, look at all the people there. Come on. Spread all the way across. Come on up front. Yeah, you would spread my Come on. Spread down here. Come on. Move down here. Oh, my goodness. Come on. All the way. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. Oh, my goodness. We have so many groups. Okay, now if you're an apprentice to one of these groups, if you're an apprentice, you're being trained up, I want you to come up here. I want you to come up and stand by your group lead. If you're apprenticing, okay, there you go. And uh, I told you I'm going to do everything I can to get you in a group. And uh, and then I'm. Um, we're going to pray over these people that God's going to use them to offend you. <laughs> no, listen, if I'm not being offended, I'm not growing. Come on. Am I right? I, I, the, the Bible offends me. And they're going to use the Bible. So I'm going to ask, and I'm going to introduce Pastor Ben and Melanie in just a minute here. So just, I want you just to pray. And John and Melanie, come on up here. 
And I just want you to go through here and just begin praying. Natalie and Pastor Ben and Melanie, I want to introduce you guys in a second. John, just go ahead, just start praying for these people. Can you pray for them right now? Come on, we're going to pray over every group leader right now and every apprentice. Come on, church, let's pray for something mighty to happen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the anointing of God upon each and every person here today, Lord God. God, I thank you, Father, Lord God, for an anointing, Lord God, even for, our, for our, the student ministry, Lord God. Lord God, thank you, Father, for groups that they're going to go to a new level of growth and a new level of grace and a new level of empowering, a new level of equipping, a new level, Lord God, a new level on each and every one of them, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you're going to anoint these groups to equip and empower many, many people, Father. I thank you, Jesus, for each and every one, Lord God. God, I thank you, Father, for these great men, Lord God. God, I thank you, Father, for like even relationships at this church, Lord God, to go to a whole new level, Father of faithfulness and love and life, Lord God. God, do it, Lord God, and do it here, Father. God, I thank you, God, that you're going to put all the people sitting out here in the right group at the right place at the right time, Lord God. Lord God, I thank you for this privilege. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for blessing. Thank you for release. We thank you for just using them, Lord. Each one of these people have met the qualifications of what we call the diaconate and deacons in the church. They, they're, 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 they're tithers, they're givers, they're sacrificers, they're prayers. They're completely and fully devoted, sold out to what God is doing. And I believe there's a lot of people out here that you're, you're destined to lead a group. I believe that. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. So, God, we thank you for this in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, if you're one of the group leaders up front, you're going to go and you're going to go to your place on the wall. And uh, so go to your place on the wall, get your clipboard, go to your place on the wall. And um, I'm going to do one more thing while they're getting ready here. And uh, just one of the things I wanted to let you know of that something happened. There's so many great, great things happening, coming up in so many different ways. I mean, you've got to sign the card back there. I, I want you to get to next steps. If you're not a member of this church, are you even considering? You're just considering. You want to know what it's like to be a part of something. Would you go to next steps? Would you be a part? Go there right after church, right afterwards. Just get, get out, sign up for a group and then go out to the left and they're going to help you. But hey, I want to introduce um, somebody to you. Uh, part of our staff has increased. Part of our staff is um, we're increasing as a church. And we've been praying for the right person to come along to be an executive pastor, which works uh, uh, organizing in all the systems and structures over all four locations. Uh, somebody who has actually been a lead pastor before, uh, this, this man um, has been faithful. He's a Pittsburgher. He and his, his wife and family tried true and true. Pastor Ben and Melanie, could you guys come up here right now? Can we just give them a great big hand? Come on up here all the way. Come on, let's give them a big hand. And, uh, and uh, I'm just so, so honored to uh, introduce both of you. And, um, 
And uh, their daughter, Emma, she actually came to Bridge City Students this past week right here. And uh, such an honor. You're going to hear more from uh, Pastor Ben. He'll be preaching here in probably a couple months. He's, he'll be preaching at a, at a campus near you. And, uh, and, and he's, I believe God sent us the right person at the right time in the right place. So I just wanted you to just introduce them to you. Make sure you say hello to them and greet them. They're actually going to be in a group themselves. Um, even though they could jump right in and lead, they're going to be an apprentice. And they're going to be in a group. And they're going to be a part. And, and so you're going to see a lot more of them as the uh, uh, as time unfolds. But I wanted to introduce, hey, hey thanks so much. And uh, you're going to hear more of his story in, in probably a few weeks in this time. Let's give them a great big hand. Hey, thanks so much. You guys are, are good. Okay, let's stand to our feet, church. Come on, here we go. And this is it. This is what we're going to do. Um, hey, in just a minute, as I say amen, I just want you to um, just make your way. You can talk to any of the people here. What's, about, what's your group about? What's this? How many of y'all are willing to join a group right now? That wasn't quite what I was expecting. Come on, somebody. Come on, how many of y'all are going to do it? I'm just going to jump in. I'm going to do it. And so as I say amen, then you're going to find your way to a group near you. Find, talk to them. We're going to fill up these groups. And then those of you that have never been to Next Steps, you're going to go out that door to the left, room 102. There's going to be really friendly people there. They're going to share, share the story of their lives with you right there too. Heavenly Father, thank you for what you have done, you are doing, and continue to do. God, just bless and release and fill up every group as you see fit, Lord. God, so that we can be more like you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Hey, find a group. Sign up right now. Get, you're, you're free. Amen. Go ahead. Talk to whoever. Make your way through. Ask questions about groups. Look around. Look over. And uh, hey, thanks so much for being so great. Have an awesome over-the-top week in Jesus' name.